You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Single Ladies After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Single Ladies After Show. I'm a single lady. I'm a single lady. I'm a single lady. We're way off music. Sorry. Thank for doing, and we are here doing another great show on AfterBuzzTV.com. This is the after show for single ladies, episode number four, season two. Welcome. How did you guys think? What do you guys think of the show today? I thought it was good today. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely getting better. It's improving every time we watch it. I was kind of like rating it a 5 the first day, and now it's worked its way up to a 6.5. Woo woo. What about you, Lauren? <laughs> I think that it's getting better. It's getting better and better. Um, really love this episode. It was called X Factor. Such a so great episode. It was, you know, that's very touching all to us, right? The X's. <laughs> yes. And again, I'm Fallon. I'm one of the hosts. You can find me on Twitter, Miss Mercedes. This is I'm Lauren Turner. You can find me on Twitter, Lauren's Love. And you can always play with my Twitter at spicy underscore Mari. That's S P I C Y underscore M A R I. Who was your favorite character on the show? I know um, each show, each character goes through a roller coaster of emotions and different things. For me, this episode, I really loved Raquel. I oh wow! I did. <laughs> she I, wasn't like the star, but what she went through, really? I just feel like I related to that whole daddy thing. I definitely feel like I can relate to that. Oh wow! Well, I don't have a parent, so um, <laughs> I don't have a father, so I that wasn't so relatable to me. So mm-hmm. those of you at home who don't have daddies and have daddy issues, whoop whoop. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say I didn't have any issues, but I said but, I but like it wasn't to me. For me, it was I um, was more relatable to uh, Lisa Ray's character, Lisa. Um, Keisha. Keisha's Keisha. character, yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely was feeling her this episode. And I think now that a lot of the spotlight has been taken off of Stacey Dash and her and um, Belle's character is gone, Lisa Ray is shining on the show now because definitely. Raquel is not as strong of a character. I feel like they've given Lisa a lot of, I keep calling her Lisa, Lisa Ray, <laughs> I keep calling um, Keisha. They keep giving Keisha a lot of the. Um, the like you know really significant uh drops Mm -hmm. or you know anytime information she has like these really key things that she's saying that i think the attention is directed more towards her on the show now what about you lauren i think raquel is always going to be my favorite character oh Um, because she's sweet it is (laughs) she's sweet she her character says things that i feel like i would say and um no i didn't have a silver spoon growing up that part isn't the same but a lot of like her relationship issues are very similar to mine. She's kind of a prude like me. I'm proud of it. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I, I like April's character. I loved April this episode because, you know, I know we'll talk about it a little later, mm-hmm. but like the whole dating down or dating up thing, I've done both. 
So, you know. Yeah, our single ladies topic today is, I guess, spicy. Um, <laughs> it's always spicy. Yeah, we'll have to let you know later. <laughs> but again, April in this episode was going through some stuff that really made us think, hey, that should be the single ladies topic of this episode. Now, Keisha's character definitely sh- was shining through this episode. And yeah. I heard you say something like um, when she started crying and we seen her vulnerable, you were like, yes, we finally see a different side of Keisha. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Keisha's character is always spicy that's why i always relate them and relate you to her and you're always fighting it <laughs> but you always relate to her really good stuff exactly though. um and i think even lisa ray as an actress sometimes i mean i absolutely love her mm-hmm. but uh i feel like she's not too far off playing herself yes um and, mm-hmm. I, and it was nice to see her cry and be vulnerable yes. and i believed it you know i really did believe her being sad about malcolm um moving on so Props to Lisa Ray. I know. I was speaking with somebody about Keisha, um, the character, and Lisa Ray playing her. And uh, he was an actor, the person I was speaking um, about it to. And he was like, you know, she's just the same emotion, the same tone. Yeah, she plays it. The, the same, same fierceness. He was like, to me, it's, well, to him, it wasn't acting. It didn't feel like acting. And I never really noticed it until this episode. And then when she, at the end, was crying, I was like, okay, it's nice. I think they're going to incorporate more of a different side to Keisha now that she has more of a leading role on the show. Mm -hmm. Now, some of the topics we're going to talk about today, um, being that the episode is called Bumping into the Exes, the X Factor and Bumping into the X. Uh, We're also going to talk about all men cheating, which we've discussed before, and how important is career? And that's going to be kind of our single ladies topic. So the first topic, Bumping into the X. Now, this episode we've seen April bump into to, oh no, not April, Raquel. Oh, Raquel. We've seen a- Raquel bump into her ex, her ex fiance, which for me, my stomach dropped. Yeah. I first I was like, who is this sexy man? Yeah. <laughs> and then when I realized, how fine he is. yes, when I realized it was the ex fiance, I was like, oh no, I could just feel the tension mm-hmm. and. I could just feel Raquel like just squirming. Like, why is he here? And but then I think she knew he was. Isn't that oh, funny? Yeah, how yeah, you she know someone's going to be there? And it does not matter. Like, it doesn't matter. You can prepare for, for it for weeks. And then you see them and it's just like. Well, and two, when you know that you're going to see the ex, you want to make sure your hair, yes, your makeup, outfit, everything. makeup is on point. You want to look like Fire. You want to look like sex walking. Mm-hmm. Speaking of outfits, I know, Maddie, you were saying during the episode, what is Keisha wearing? <laughs> I, Please explain to us what that she was either wearing. either going to a quinceanera <laughs> or, like, that is something that I swear, like, yes. like it looks like she took, like, a, one of my grandmother's dresses. Oh, no, <laughs> like, curtains. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, the tablecloth. Table <laughs> the doily like The doily tablecloth and turned that into a dress. I am very surprised with her strong personality in real life that she allowed the designers or the stylist to put that on her. I wonder how she feels about not wearing white. Because, you know, she wears white. That's, that's every Lisa day. Ray's signature yeah. color is like, white. She doesn't never wear white on the show. So that's I, good. I that's thought it was a cute real character dress. for her. I thought it was, <laughs> was god awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think yeah. if we would have just seen a glimpse of it, but for it to be like two scenes or one scene, she long, was the so only long. person with color in the entire yeah. ball. Well, no, April had on yellow. Right. The single ladies had on color, but was it orange Keisha's or character or orange? Orange, yeah. had on. <laughs> it, orange. it was. I thought it was like a mustard. Yeah, it was like a mustard. Yeah, it, it was, was a mustard. Oh, there it is right there. <laughs> oh, no, that's not it. That is, is it. it. Yeah, that's it. it. Okay, yeah, you're right. But her mustard. character is the only one that had on that fierce red, which makes sense. I can understand why Keisha would 
want to be in that red because that it's rep- it's reflective of her personality. It's bold, it's daring, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it was tacky and not cute or flattering. Well, <laughs> but- it's funny how the mom made the comment. Raquel's mom made a comment about her outfit and said she liked it because she was covered up more. Yes, but I don't know. I actually liked. I didn't hate. The dress. It wasn't my favorite. April's dress is my favorite. Yeah, mine too. Um, Maybe if they took that collar off of her. Yeah. Yes, the collar <laughs> bothered me the, the most, collar. but for somebody it didn't bother was Malcolm. Keisha <laughs> ran into her ex for the first time in months, which was Malcolm, and she seen him with a new girlfriend. <sighs> Now, this was very hard for all of us to swallow. Because it wasn't even just like a new girlfriend. It was like, a was, it was like the frenemy of Raquel. Yes. It was... Just uh, Taylor was her name, and right? Yes, we seen Taylor, Taylor the hater. Yeah, we seen Taylor, Taylor open hater. up the episode with the girls when she bumped into Raquel, and she would not shake April's hand. Mm-hmm. And then to see her come back, being the queen of the gala, the and queen bee. Malcolm walking her around, escorting her, and then finding out that that is his actual girlfriend, really hit below the belt for that Keisha. Was, oh, yeah, that's a slap that in the hard. face. Yeah, and that that's was... how that's the announcement. That's how Keisha finds out that her ex has moved on someone who she's still in the strip club is fantasizing his face on the male yep. strippers you know bouncing in front of her that's got to be really really tough because yeah. you don't want to find out like that and then probably too she probably looked at her dress and was like oh my god i'm not wearing the right outfit look at what i'm wearing so <laughs> i'm gonna keep hating on that dress <laughs> i don't know so okay so she bumped into malcolm mm-hmm Raquel bumped into Victor. And also, Victor actually had another girl on his arm. He, who was the girl that he cheated yes, on Raquel with. Yes, that's a big point. I was just like, that girl looks familiar. What is he oh, doing? That's the ultimate I wonder, you know, for Raquel disrespect. to sit there and see this man who cheated on her. And then for it to be with the woman that he cheated with that he's still with her I mean she was a strong cookie to walk away and keep her head up high for that well wasn't he trying to befriend her or make you Mm -hmm. know mend with her Mm -hmm. and so the audacity for that little young tenderoni to run up while they had just you know reconciled Mm -hmm. I mean that was pretty rude right there and I'm so glad Raquel moved on and he should have not only asked for forgiveness but he should explain to her but I do want you to understand that I'm still dating that Mm -hmm. person I was fond of them or something acknowledge what you you've done yeah he opened it up and he said you know Raquel are you seeing anyone in my mind I was thinking she just broke up with you how is she seriously seeing anyone and I guess that was to foreshadow hey that he is seeing one yeah and it is the person that he was cheating with so that was definitely hard to take in you viewers out there on iTunes um, you know who are gonna watch it on YouTube please comment let us know what you think of all this all in one episode bumping into the exes and seeing that they moved on have you bumped into your ex before oh yeah Mm -hmm. I bumped in and again you get that feeling in your stomach but you know what What's funny is, you know, sometimes when you're over your ex and you don't feel anything and you, it is the best feeling and you look at them and you're like, I am so happy that I moved on and I am no longer there. And I wonder if that was Raquel, what she was thinking, you know, he cheated on her and she's probably thinking, well, he's probably going to cheat on you too. So she probably feels like a better woman. Those old habits don't die hard. Mm -hmm. I have two exes that are getting married this year. And so I'm like, I'm I'm perfectly (laughs) okay with it because I'm like, Good job, Spicy. I made you husband material. I got you hit. Somebody <laughs> now wants to settle down with you. Keep the party going. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like good luck Chuck in that sense. I yeah. feel like every one of my exes. Right, exactly. But it's usually a career. Like, every one of my exes, 
when I bump into them, it's like their career has skyrocketed since we broke up. I don't know what that means. We'll have to talk about that when we get sucks. on career. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah <we> <laughs> but um, I, like I said last episode, I do keep in touch with my exes, so it's not really an awkward thing where you bump into them. Um, but, but I seeing know them with another woman. That sucks. I mean, in any sense, it sucks. Yeah. Even if you don't have feelings for the person anymore, I mean, it's hard to to kind of face that I want them to be happy but then again it's like dang well similar to this episode won't you say that whenever you run into an ex and he has a new woman that woman is always sizing you up of just course. like Taylor did of with course. Keisha she's sizing her up what does this ex have that I don't have is she a threat mm-hmm. that's what the current woman always wants to know if the ex is a threat oh yeah and you can tell that Taylor is threatened by Keisha definitely definitely, definitely threatened and that's why she kept on saying and I wonder if Malcolm let her know of Keisha's financial situations because she kept on saying, you know, if you can't make the full payment or... Keisha's from Inglewood, so Mm -hmm. I think that there's this stigma or... Yeah, like, I think that it's just known, you know, that Keisha's that, you know, hot girl that will, you know, pimp and play, you know, in order to get what she wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because people have known her for a while. They have a history together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's not hiding it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of people coming from different areas, I know um, in the episode, the gala was filled with elite people of prestige. And when April walked in, um, Taylor wouldn't shake her hand. And, you know, we seen people give her the side eye and give her a dirty look. And at first I was thinking, you know, it's the racist, racist thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, she's white. Everybody's black, but then later on in the episode, we found out that it wasn't about race. So white people do it that, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> class, society it was, thing. It was a class thing, and it was that April was a homewrecker, and we had to wait till later on in the episode to find out what this whole homewrecker ordeal was about. But I guess April had slept with the mayor, right. who yeah. was married that at was the in time. The first the first season. Yeah, tell us more about yeah. that because I, I didn't watch you know, the episodes before. I completely before forgot about that. Even, yeah, even when the lady called her a homewrecker, I was like, what? We were yeah, like, we were what? trying to figure it so out puzzle. But last season, April did, um, she hooked up with the mayor who was played by Common. She cheated on her husband <laughs> with <laughs> the mayor. She cheated on her husband well, with the mayor. she was going through a divorce, right? Wasn't no, she? Oh, she was no, married. no. That's the reason why she got the divorce. <laughs> oh. He, yeah, because he she found was cheating out. on her husband with the mayor. That is right. Okay. Yeah. And so what happened with the mayor? And you know, I don't know. She wound up leaving the mayor. Okay. Because he was, because April wasn't the only person the mayor was cheating on her with. And he was cheating, she was he was, he was cheating on his wife with other women. And April felt like the audacity of me not to be your one the and only, only mistress. mistress. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she, at one point, was trying to get, you know, recon- reconcile with her husband. But that didn't work out. He left her. Oh, so. okay. It all comes full yeah, circle Yeah, so now, now in this elite class... They see her they as the home is. wrecker. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it probably it probably was tough, too, to see, you know, our black mayor. Yes. You know, we're finally making it. And then he cheats on you, you know, with a white lady who was also married to a black man. Mm-hmm. And so that's why everybody's yeah, giving so her a side I'm eye. Sure it's, race doesn't play as much of a card as social class, but they both do, I think, at some point. And, you know, April's character, she's a strong woman. You know, she didn't really seem intimidated or she kind of laughed it all. off with the other woman. Yeah. And, to be somebody who has, you know, broken the home, even her own, and broken the home of a mayor of, you know, somebody of that that status, and to walk into this gala like, this is who right. I am. I, she was I definitely her. disrespected, you know. Yes. It's, it's like, almost like she forgot. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> she forgot with us. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, that's right. She's like, why did everybody be did so do that last year? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it felt like. Oh, the like. mayor. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that incident. <laughs> 
for me, um, there was one conversation that I found very, very interesting when uh, Raquel was speaking with her mom and her mom was like, you know, um, you should just take your ex-fiance back. You Mm -hmm. know, every man cheats. And I know, Spicy, this is something that you had said to us before. (laughs) Every man cheats. And that's our second topic. And um, Raquel had said to her mom, you know, why? Why are you saying that? Did dad do something? Did he cheat? And we see the mom, you know, hesitate and kind of break down and say, yeah, your dad did. And then she tried to um, come back and say, you know, rather be with a man who cheats and who can buy you diamonds to make up for it than to be with a man who can't. Right. What did you guys think of her mom's advice? I thought that that was words of wisdom. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I'm sorry. I knew you were going to say that. Tell us why. Okay. The thing is, is that anytime you're dating a man who is attractive, influential in power, you're going to have a plethora of women who want that man. And so when a man is successful financially as well, of course, power, success, and attraction, he's always going to have women swarming around him. And so you're going to deal with a lot of competition. You're going to deal with a lot of women who want to take him from you. And men are human. They're going to be tempted. And so more than likely, if they're not the strongest man in the world, and some of you at home may have the strongest man in the world, or you just don't know about the cheating, the man is going to cheat. And so... If you're going to be with a man who you're in love with, then her point was, if and he's going to cheat regardless, at least allow him to be able to take care of you. At least to have, you know, at least be someone to be, you know, respected. And that's all that she was saying. I don't think that it was a gold digger comment. I think that she was trying to speak of words of experience. Because imagine if he had cheated and she divorced and he was but dirt poor and she decided she was going to leave him she'd be left with nothing mm-hmm. but she decides to stay because there's more reason to stay than to go well i love what raquel said you know to her mom after those words of wisdom um she said that shouldn't have to be anyone's reality and i completely agree with her and it shouldn't i may be a hopeless romantic i may have been told too many fairy tales by my father growing up but i honestly do believe that not all men cheat and i'm never going to stop i that, will believe that until the totally, day that i die totally right for that too because i don't condone it i think that it's I wrong don't it. but You're i realist. think that it's yeah. yeah i think it's inevitable i too am a hopeless romantic masquerading as a realist and so because <laughs> i just know you know my 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 i've had my mother was married three times not one of them faithful. And so I'm speaking from personal experience Mm -hmm. and from all of my aunts who are married twice. Mm -hmm. And so this is coming from, you know, a long lineage of uh, males in my, you know, family that I've grown up seeing and none of them were faithful. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I don't think that it matters the color, the shape, the size. A man is, if if the opportunity is there, he's got to be pretty strong to turn it down. Isn't there a book, it's called Why Men Cheat? Yes, there yeah. is a book, and um, I I want to read that book. Oh, we should make that part of this single. You know, what we should do. Lab. We should go to AfterBuzzTV.com dot <laughs> com and click on that Amazon, Amazon link yes, and buy that should. book. <laughs> Again, <laughs> we should have a book club. Yes, we should. And there's another book that when I was watching this that came to my mind. I don't know if you guys read it, but it's called um, it's called a breakup because it's broken. You'd- and you know, you oh, go ahead and tell that. that. She saved my life with that book, you, by the way. You read it too? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, I did tell you to read that book. I'm telling you. I 
out there, you guys listening, male, <laughs> female, if you have a breakup that you are going through and it is tough, pick up this book. It really helps you. And the author is a comedian, so it comes from a comedic tone that sheds some oh, laughter and light. He also wrote um, Chicken... Isn't he the guy who wrote No, 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 no. He also um, wrote... Um, he's just not that into he's you. He's just not that into yeah. you. Yeah, sorry. So, again, like, if you're going through a hard time, you're going through a breakup, go to AfterBuzzTV.com, click on that little banner, and and go to Amazon and purchase this book. And it can change your life. Yes. yes. That's <laughs> such good. Okay, we it's went so to Amazon.com. No, we went to AfterBuzzTV.com and clicked on the Amazon link. And she showed me that book. And I read it. And I actually used some of what I learned in the book with you. And it's something that you actually told me to do as well. When you're, you know, pick that one friend, one or two friends. Oh, to I To talk about, yeah. you know, the relationship with. Because people get so drained because mm-hmm. you're talking about the ex all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had I kind of just picked you two, and I would send you text messages pretending you were him. Oh, you that's what I to told you to do. That's really good therapy. So, yeah, I'd be like, hey, name shall not be um, revealed. Uh, and I would just <laughs> pretend to be. And know, I would pretend. respond as if I was him telling her what she needed yeah. to hear just in that moment. It's It was very therapeutic, and it helps go through the breakup mm-hmm. as well. It so does. that's a spicy tip at home. <laughs> that, um, and a motivational <laughs> And a motivational Mercedes. Yeah. You're right, book as well. We, you know, you never told these. me you wanted to find yeah. that book. I'm yeah. so happy it helped you. I, I feel like <laughs> accomplished, like a good friend that's now. That's how that's I felt awesome. when you loved Why Men Love Bitches. Oh, I love that book. Okay, go, go. Okay, back to the, <laughs> Wait, back gotta, to the banner. We gotta go back to the TV show. Okay. So back <laughs> to we're the talking show. About exes. I know. Okay. So at the gala, um, Raquel had that conversation with her mom, and then mm-hmm. later she met this beautiful man. They had a quick talk, and he wanted to dance with her. And she was like, "I'm sorry, I'm saving this uh, first dance." for my dad so then we see her um, dancing with her father having a one-on-one and she brought up the topic you know mom told me that I should forgive my ex-fiance that all men cheat is this true Mm. now that is such a hard question coming from a daughter's Mm -hmm. place to ask your father now growing up you feel like your parents have this if you have two parents in the home you have this fairy tale image that your father is this prince who treats your mom like a princess and sometimes that's not always reality so for Raquel to ask her dad and for him to admit Mm -hmm. that you know what I made made mistakes you know I am not perfect that must have been very hard for him. And I did, I have to say this, I do like the advice that he did give her. He mm-hmm. said, all men are not perfect. They make mistakes. But when somebody c- continuously makes the mistakes right. over and, and over, they, over they never learn their lesson and they don't value you. They don't deserve you. I thought you. that that was good. Because although was he good. had had committed the you know act himself, he still was telling his daughter, like, still, you can still do, you, but you can do better than that. Yes. Like, you he don't owned, have to settle. He owned what he did. Right. Everybody snaps to that. He deserves snaps. Daddy's not perfect. You were saying that that was relatable to you. That's why you loved Raquel this episode because you had a similar situation. And I thought that that was very endearing because I can't even imagine, you know, growing up in the home with that and having to deal with what Raquel had to deal with. You were saying how um, when a man has money, he has, you know, businesses, 
women flock. My father grew up owning a nightclub and I worked in the the nightclub (laughs) and I seen everything that he had to deal with. And I can't even imagine, you know, so I really related to Raquel and, you know, that the fact that her father was able to talk to her from um, the place that he did and owned for what he did. I just I, I really appreciate that. And I feel like there's comfort in both areas, even though she was hurt, it was reality. And I think that's something us women need to realize as we grow up. Nobody's perfect. Not yeah. even our father. No, nobody's perfect. Hey, I know. I always talk about how great my dad is, but, but I mean. Speak for you guys yourself. <laughs> no, I know. I'm perfect. Like, I know. <laughs> no, because totally he, he, you know, where he may not lack in, you know, certain departments, obviously he's not perfect. Yeah. You know, oh, no this one's is perfect. perfect around Father's so. Day. Happy Father's Day out there. Again, yeah. you guys on iTunes, you know, leave us your comments. What did you think about Raquel having that conversation with her mom and her dad admitting to what he did on iTunes? Comment, YouTube comment. And right now we're going to go to um, a quick commercial. And when we get back, we're going to have our single ladies topic. Yay. Yay. So get ready for that. <laughs> um, we'll go to commercial when it decides to work. Oh, All right. Wow. So we're still well, on in here. the meantime. Okay, <laughs> we can still talk about the cheating aspect because what I don't want people to think is that um that the finances can buy your love or that the mm-hmm. the diamonds can compensate for the broken heart. Yeah. Um I just think that did it go off? Are we still going? Okay. Yes. Fuck it. Oh no. We are the America's Best Dance from AB. Alright, we're gonna try that again. Because. Okay. Are we still on? Yeah. yeah. I just can finish just my point. One, we're still on, you second. guys. Okay. So, Benny can't buy the ones love. And twos back there. He's gonna hold it down and put it to a commercial. At any right, moment. We're, <laughs> we're going to an audio one. We were this saying is... money can't buy love, guys, and it cannot. But. It can help the healing process if he cheats. And yeah. <laughs> that was all you my know, point was. <laughs> I, I think this is hard to come to this realization growing up that there isn't this perfect relationship. And even I was speaking with one of my guy friends, you know, about marriage. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, what if I cheat? Like, before I'd always think, oh, never. Not when you're married. Oh, it's very possible. But to be with the same person and relationships go through those ups and downs where you're not satisfied sometimes. Okay, Go to commercial. We'll be back. <laughs> hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. woo What a feeling! I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. All right. Welcome back. We have it all together now. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> this is the After Folk Show for so Single cute. Ladies episode. <laughs> we are number four, and it's called The X Factor. And we had this great conversation yes. before we left off, and I was speaking about, like, 
being a realist and as you grow up you you know are more real about relationships and i was saying you know what about marriage like can you what be if faithful you even cheat? yeah what if i cheat as a woman can you be satisfied for the rest of your life with well that's why you see couples ha- start having open relationships or swinging yeah, like it's because they're trying to bring the spice into it but usually it's it's because something is missing within one of them you know mm-hmm. it's they they aren't communicating they aren't connecting yeah. the heat and fire and passion isn't there anymore so that's why you get the cheating yeah. and so as judgmental as we can and blame it on men, women cheat all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as we can see, April, you know, she owned up to it in this episode, cheating with the mayor. That's right. huge. <laughs> exactly. Huge. She cheated on her husband. And so, yeah. every, you know, it doesn't matter. Everyone can be guilty of it. You never know until you're put in that situation where you're unhappy in your relationship. And we saw that. What was her husband like? Because I have no idea. <laughs> Lame. Oh, he was, was he? Yeah, he, he was, was lame. lame. None of us would I mean, date I hate him. Was he white? Was he black? April likes the brothers. Yeah. Um, he wasn't very memorable. He was, I mean, it, he did a good job at being hurt. You could tell he was hurt by everything yeah. she was doing. And I mean, of course, now it's funny. We look at men who are like that. You know, he's the victim in this case and we're calling him lame. But I mean, that's well, personality kind of, uh, wise, he didn't have any pizzazz. But he was yeah. hurting the whole time. We didn't really get to see him <laughs> in his true form because, she, you know, from the first episode. He but was, ch- if she Malcolm was hurting, I would sympathize with that. I would be like, well, oh, you now got let to me know describe Malcolm. Malcolm to you now. But let you me describe to Sean Malcolm, to you. Yeah. So he, what was his name? We don't, I don't remember, remember his name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he just wasn't a very, uh, he didn't have a strong presence on camera. And we don't know if that was the writing or we can blame it on his acting or just the role that he was playing. And he wasn't like the best looking. You know, these men on this show are so Phenomenal. good looking. Shout out to the casting director. Yes. We love you. Keep on casting these beautiful I mean, men. Sex in the City doesn't have anything <laughs> on, on this. The, oh, when no. When it comes not to the all. men... Tank oh, last episode, yeah, Antonio, uh, um. <laughs> and then we also see a glimpse of Ti in next episode. And then the guy Charles, who she meets briefly, who Raquel meets briefly. I think that there's going to be more of him because they were tweeting back and forth today. Okay, and she was saying this was his first, you know, premiere for the first episode he's he's in. But I think he's going to be in again. So and he's gorgeous. Yeah, when oh, you nice. use the first word, that means there's more. Yes, yes I hope to the see first. him because all of them are just yummy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a scene with anyone on this show that's not attractive. That's true. Mm-hmm. Speaking of attractiveness, the stripper guy was so attractive yeah, for April. Um, but again, she kind of seemed like she was ashamed of him at first. Yeah, kind of. Was, she like hit, she was like, she I told, told you to meet, meet me on the corner. <laughs> yeah, so you know, right, the corner on the black. April, the black is hot. <laughs> April met the stripper in the strip club. He asked her to go out for drinks, and she was really sneaking around. Um, you know, leaving work, not telling Keisha, not telling Omar, and she didn't she, want to be judged. Yeah, and why do you feel that? She felt that way just because he's a stripper? De- definitely because he's a stripper. Yeah. Yeah. She, because if, if not, she wouldn't have, anytime you're sneaking, you're doing something wrong. She snuck with the mayor. Yep. Now she's sneaking with this stripper. I mean, she has great choice in men this April, but <laughs> but the, the stripper was somebody who was dancing in front of all her friends just, you know, days before, almost half naked. So, you know, now to be dating somebody like that, mm-hmm. and strippers have a connotation that, or an association that they don't get respect because they're taking off their clothes for a living for money. And so she probably was nervous about what people were going to think of her, especially her friends, and if they were going to judge her. I mean, her. we all would be, right? I mean, I dated a guy. You dated a stripper um, <laughs> I dated a guy, and he was a Marine, a master's degree, like 
all these things and I went to go visit him in New York and he's like I got a surprise for you and I'm like what he's like I'm a stripper he's like, <gasps> he like you I did date a stripper <laughs> Miss Prude like, I, he really I, a I marine and all that no he really is like, oh. he's really a marine he's oh, really like, you know the economy we're in a recession he used that money to get himself through his master's degree and I went to one of his shows and I couldn't do it like I walked me and my friend <laughs> went to the door and I was like I can't do it I can't do it I can't see this oh, wow. and now he's engaged like he's a beautiful man and I mean I'm not sure if I would want to date someone that if he could make his butt clap either well, I like, you know, I don't know how I feel about my man making his butt clap no, I would like somebody who could hold it down and entertain yeah, but me in the other bedroom women, so. like, yeah weird. but like 50 other women that are like because the thing is is you it's it's a form of being degraded when people are putting money down your pants to dance for them and it's the same thing it with male or female mm-hmm. so to date that to know that every night at 11 o'clock mm-hmm. they're coming down the stage with their clothes off and tassels on their nipples I mean that's gotta be really but tough. here's the thing I mean that could be a career for some people and some people it's not necessarily a career a temporary to an end yeah mm-hmm. um so how important is the career kind of is our topic yeah I mean we date up we date down Oh, we've probably done both. We've br- been on both ends of the stick. But, I mean, how important is it? For me, um, career is important. But for me, what m- is most important is your ambitions and your goals. Um, I can date a school teacher. But, you know, at the end of the day, if, you know, he's not. I, if this might sound you wrong. You better say it and own it. If you're <laughs> going to say it, teacher, you got to so own it. Be careful. No, I, I was <laughs> Whatever I was coming out, let it out. Let it I was out. A substitute don't hold back, Fallon. Say what you're going to say. But I probably wouldn't be satisfied with a regular school teacher or a garbage man. Or I just, I grew up in a home where everybody was a dreamer. My father came from an island where, you know, he had nothing. He came to this country, didn't even speak English, didn't even own a pair of shoes. And he worked his way up from owning restaurants, you know, salons, bodegas, nightclubs. So you have a certain respect for the hustle and the dreaming big. Yes, the hustle and dream. Somebody who is just satisfied with the ordinary. I mean, I could probably date a school teacher whose vision (laughs) is starting a school or something, right? Or (laughs) whose vision is to maybe start a program where, you know, um, to teach every kid how to read at a certain level or just to make a change. Just think bigger. Yeah, Yeah, that's just... I'm a dreamer. When I go to bed at night, my mind is racing and I need to be with somebody who is just as passionate and is a dreamer just like me. So I guess career isn't the biggest thing, you know, but it's more about your dreams, your goals and your passions. Well said. Thank you. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you totally. I mean, like I said, I, you know, I have dated workaholics. I seem to fall in love with like workaholics. And that could be a double edged sword. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it's not easy. So it's almost to the point. I love musicians. I have this thing for musicians and I have this thing for workaholics. I don't know what it is. But I've realized that the musicians who are more of the dreamers and may not have as much money, you know, as the workaholics Mm -hmm. seem to be a little more passionate and caring more about the world around them than just whatever career they've chosen. And, you know, it just I think that I'm more for the dreamer, too. Okay, so I have a scenario for you, Miss Spicy Mind. Uh-oh, I knew I was going to get something wet. Now, let's <laughs> say you are going into your car outside, and you see this beautiful man, gorgeous, drop-dead gorgeous, on the street corner that you're at. He is picking up garbage cans and putting it into a truck. Would you 
pursue that. Or okay, so if a garbage, okay, gorgeous, so gar- like gorgeous, this man, gorgeous garbage man <laughs> approaches me. Yes, smelling, reeking like garbage, but says he cleans Does up he well. Does he have swagger and what if he so owns much swag? The garbage company. See, wait, and that's wait, the wait. thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Just the garbage is man. That if because because I too am a dreamer, and I've been. I know you guys would probably wouldn't believe this, but Spicy Mighty has been with a man who's unemployed because I believed in him. I've. Yeah. I've fell in love with a man mm-hmm. and then stayed with him when he lost his job for an entire year and we hustled we did whatever it took but it's because I'm a down chick and so if you can get me to believe that you are going to be more and we're going to pursue those dreams together then like let's do it but if he's telling me that he's satisfied with his life and it's the the truck stops here no but what did i tell you that women will compromise for single ladies will compromise if you are attractive that was the first thing you mm-hmm. said and then if you're powerful and successful financially yeah well he doesn't have those other two things the attractiveness was there you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so okay he got one we just got to work on the other two boo we just got to work on the other two like i'll do it you don't have to start off with millions mm-hmm. because i've been approached by men with millions as so have the single ladies and it doesn't matter how much money you have malcolm couldn't keep keisha satisfied and he had all the money in the world you know mm-hmm. so it really depends and so and april had husband had money too mm-hmm. or you know we took a lot of her money yeah. but <laughs> when he when they divorced yeah, he took but now she's with somebody who's actually making her happy she's owning it she's like i like him I don't care what he does. I'm sure he's not going to be a stripper forever. Just like my dream man wouldn't be a garbage man forever. Mm-hmm. But what I wouldn't probably do is walk into a McDonald's and be like, here's my number. Because <laughs> I'm going to need you to do a little bit better, Did like you know Target or something. Who, like the managers <laughs> at McDonald's are making like bank. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, McDonald's, they, they have a bad they're, rap. They're on the pathway. Like what they do is they're managers and then they own a franchise and they end up owning a bunch of the franchises. And so this man said, <laughs> if you are an attractive manager at McDonald's, <laughs> holler no, at Lauren. <laughs> Her Twitter is Lauren underscore love. No, it's not, but you can tell them <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> what is it? Lauren's love. I hear you. But I, I do you. think that it's hard for a man though, because they are judged as are women They're by the work that they do. You know, I'm even noticing that now with men. Um, they really judge you for what you do and in LA. Yeah. Especially yeah. in LA. You yeah. know, the first thing that comes out of your mouth, not only, you know, what's your name, what do you, what do, do? you do? Right. What do you do? They want to size you up. It's so that how do so I can figure out in this moment how I should treat you and how seriously I should take you. Hey yeah. Ben. Over there. <laughs> do you usually say that to women in LA? Do you say what do you do? What do you do when you first meet a girl? Always. See? <laughs> he wants to know. He wants to know. Are you that stripper? You know? And he wants okay, to know. We have a better question for Ben. Ben, would you ever date a stripper or have you ever dated a stripper? No. <laughs> I, I, think, want to I think that all men will date strippers, but I think that rarely will they wife them. You can't take one. A stri- I, I, was, I would most say they might hook them. up with a stripper. I don't yeah. know if all men would date. I think, I they, date, I think they will They will take really? a stripper out to eat too, but they will not <laughs> wife them up. So I think some men have that like Richard Gere complex and pretty woman mm-hmm. yeah. where they may actually take a woman out of the stripper life and you know wife her up but no one would know that she was a stripper at one point you yeah. know like if he sees that potential in her just like we could take a garbage man and you know if we clean see him the up potential a little you know Put show him cologne on him show him his potential so, spice up his resume exactly so i don't know um, so at the end of the day career how important is it 
Um, Fallon, final thoughts on that? On a scale of one to ten, the career yeah. is seven. Okay. Seven. On a scale of one to ten, I'm gonna go seven. with it. I'm gonna go with the eight. Eight. Okay. I'm go with the eight. And you guys at <laughs> home, from a one to ten scale, what would you rate career? How important is a career with the person that you and are dating? I'm gonna have and to don't lie, because y'all know if they don't have a career, you are not talking to them. <laughs> you meet a guy and he's like, well, I'm not employed at the moment. Like ten years ago? <laughs> well, not ten years, years ago, but maybe like seven years ago or something like that. Five years ago, I would have been like, oh, career is not really that important. I'm still working on mine. Exactly. Yeah. In college, now it's like, in school. Yeah, it's like, um, you're thinking about family. Now. You want some security yeah. at the end of exactly. the day. And there's nothing wrong well, with that. We'll see what happens with April and this stripper. Like, if they continue a relationship, like, if he even makes it to the next episode. Hopefully he does. <laughs> I would like to see <laughs> no, where he this does make turns. it to the okay. next episode. Yeah. We got a glimpse does. of that. Um, do you guys have any news and gossip? I think Lauren yeah, had a little bit. Yeah, news and all right well being lauren's love i have like a mentor and a favorite uh website that i absolutely love it's called the daily love and today um maston kip he's the owner of the daily love he sent out an email um which was an interview with ryan seacrest and sherry shepherd you know sherry from the view Mm -hmm. um and basically ryan asked her why she is single woman and single lady she's a fellow single lady and um right and she said ryan i've spent a lot of time being with guys who have potential but i realized that i want a man who's realized his potential so that statement really you know even now that we're talking about the career and all of that that really hit home for me and then, and of course, single ladies, the show news, Denise Vossi in, was interviewed by Huffington Post mm-hmm. about William Levy, who's my favorite character, Antonio. And, um, you know, they kissed. And so she was asked, what was it like making out with him? And Denise said it was exactly everything that you can imagine. Oh, nice. <laughs> when she heard about him being on the show, the first thing she did was tell her abuela. Like, she was like, nice. guess who's I'm kissing? And because, you know, he's from the so- the right. novela. So she was so excited. She's like, you can. Dominican. Yeah, she's Dominican, Puerto Rican. And Shout Greek. out to the Dominicans. <laughs> so, and then um, also, I mean, she just talks a little bit about the relationship between Antonio and her and just how sweet it was and their chemistry. Aww. But honestly, I felt like the chemistry between Raquel and uh, the new, new guy. guy. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I think it. Antonio can have chemistry with anybody. Yeah, but like, he yeah. just exudes, like, Oh, he's just like sauce and butter and just love and just hunkiness. Like he's a smooth operator. <laughs> like he's just smooth. Ooh. You can pair him up with anyone. Anyone. And it's like, oh, chemistry right there. Boom. <laughs> um, I guess some news that I found out. We had talked about last week if Omar was straight or gay yeah. in real life. And I found out he is. Straight! Yay! (laughs) It was true. Yes, so single ladies, go on his Twitter. He really does check his Twitter. And um, what's his name? What is his name? Sorry, we had it last week. Yeah, we did. I'll get it for you next episode. But he does really check his Twitter, and he even confirmed that he was straight. He said in an interview. Is he following you on Twitter? Yeah, he started following me. I was like, oh, really? He had said in an interview that um, he didn't want to give his um, character Omar a backstory because he didn't want to be stereotyped by um, the gays or the straights. Uh-huh. He wanted genuineness and, and realism to shine through and be
being that Omar is a, a good person as is mm-hmm. and not being gay yeah. be his story. So I thought that was really nice coming oh, wow. from. That was good. Yeah, that's coming deep. Yeah, coming okay. from a straight man playing a gay character. He didn't even stereotype his character. So I thought that was awesome. So he does an amazing that job. That is the new He's thing. He's probably the best actor on the show. Sorry, ladies. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. I would like to see a little spinoff with him. Yeah, so you guys want to do predictions? Okay, yeah. yeah. So predictions. Um, and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I predict <laughs> that this whole April and the stripper uh, relationship is not going to last. Mm. Two episodes max. Max. I think that this is just an, just kind of one of those things like every episode April's going to kind of fall into yeah. the track of mm-hmm. meeting a woman yeah. and being with a woman. Yeah, like so that. we still say yeah, that still say April's going to be a lesbian. She's going to end up being something. Maybe just for a little while but she's going to explore women yeah. for sure. I hope. Because it would be really and you entertaining. Know, you were speaking of exploring women before, and when I seen her, we didn't even speak that Lauren London was on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to give a shout to out her. to Lauren she London. She did a great job acting, but for some reason, I felt uh, chemistry between them, and I thought ah. that April was going to start dating her or something. It was just Ooh. a little... Oh, really? That's, that I don't know. That would be kind of hot. That would be very hot. I think well, everybody she would... She might wind up losing her guy, and then April loses her stripper, yeah, and they, like, a night of passion yeah. and wine. wine. Yeah. I can totally see that. That would be pretty hot. Nice. Um, <laughs> I predict, because I can relate to that Malcolm and Keisha, like, love hate relationship I predict them getting back together like I think there's gonna be a moment where they're alone and they just rip each other's clothes off and they go at it and (laughs) they wind up um, getting back together and his girlfriend Taylor walks in and sees that she never had anything on Keisha to begin with. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> that's usually I how it goes. <laughs> I agree with that. You guys at home would love to hear your predictions. Put it in the comment area. And this wraps up our show. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. We love you. We read your comments. Tweet at us. Miss Mercedes. Lauren's love. And spicy underscore Maddie. The real single lady. Yes, in the house. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 